Hi, we're with senior reporter Billy Cox, who's going to tell us his story that's coming up on the 51st anniversary of the capture of the USS Pueblo. Well, yeah, thanks, Lee. Uh, We're lucky enough to have a veteran from the Sarasota uh, area living here um, who was on the Pueblo. I think it was January the 23rd, 1968. Wow, small crew. Uh, only 83 people aboard, um, but they were also under the command of the National Security Agency, so it was a special operations. They weren't working for Department of Navy. Well, they were. It was a Navy vessel, but it was um, it was an NSA mission. Okay, and so it it got into some fairly prickly legal uh, issues. But but one of the things that is not disputed is that this vessel was in international waters 15 miles outside of north korea when it was attacked by um torpedo boats and and uh migs flying around the 12 mile limit is what everyone recognizes internationally as territorial waters everybody except except north korea and they actually claimed that this boat was inside their territorial waters but but all the maps and reconstructions that have been done since then indicate that no it was not now this isn't this isn't a destroyer this is not a heavily armed boat that's one of the real serious issues that was raised here this uh, given the uh sensitive nature doing everything he could to delay the capture of this vessel um for about an hour and a half they tried doing different maneuvers um and uh they weren't able to destroy all the documents that was the thing that would eventually result in recommendation for court-martial. And was Commander Bucher court-martial? It had to go. There was a unanimous verdict by Board of Inquiry saying, yes, uh, we want him court-martial, but the Secretary of the Navy intervened um, and said, no, uh, these folks, particularly Commander uh, Bucher, have been through enough. Um, There's enough blame to go around right for everybody to go around this vessel was not protected it did not have enough uh firepower to defend itself no escort no escort and they didn't have adequate uh measures to destroy all the sensitive material that they had now how long was the crew held they were held for nearly a year they were captured in january of 1968 and they were released two days before christmas 1968 and what were the conditions of their confinement the officers had it much worse than the enlisted men. Um, the officers were tortured on and beaten on a regular basis. The enlisted men also went through some physical abuse, not quite as much as the officers did, uh, but they were confined eight to a room in a military-style barracks, which, um, interestingly enough, was not barricaded. Um, there was a kind of a flat... Um, sort of a plain plai in plain like scenario there um they all contemplated trying to flee but they knew in a city that's strange they didn't speak the language that they wouldn't get very far yeah where would they go where would they go exactly now you interviewed whom the fellow that i talk with his name is rick regala rick uh worked in the mess hall is that the right word for navy yeah, I'm a kind of an army guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he Chow was, Hall, maybe. Yeah, Chow Hall. He uh, really his, his his skill level was skill level was was um, entry level. So he had very little uh, 
informational intelligence value to the North Koreans, but he that didn't stop him from getting beaten. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, where's the ship right now? The ship is still in North Korea, and this has been a real sort of a call celeb among the surviving members of the crew. I think there's like 63 of these folks who are still alive today. And, you know, one of the ignominious or the ignominious aspect of this whole incident is that, you know, what? who was it said never give up, give up the ship? Was yeah. that John Paul Jones? Who was yeah. that? Anyway, this is the only uh, U.S. Navy vessel that was given up without a fight. These fellas, they want it back, and given what appeared to be the thawing somewhat of relations between the United States and North Korea, they think it's time for this vessel to come back. However, it is a point of pride among the North Koreans. Um, they have turned it into a tourist museum, and there don't appear to be any indications that they have any plans to relinquish this vessel. Is it even seaworthy, do you think? Probably not. Um, they stripped it down. Um, I know that they have actually moved it. I'm not sure where it is today, but it's 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 way inland. I think for it to return to the U.S., obviously, it would have to be refurbished and, and seaworthy. Well, it sounds like a fascinating story, and we can read that Sunday in Herald Tribune. Yeah, and uh, I, I hope it's a good read, and I hope it also raises other questions about POWs um, and MIAs because these folks were not considered POWs until 1990. Congressional action needed? Yes. Thank you very much, Billy. Thank you.